Episode 47 May you cry with me? Hello, welcome to Dumi's Daily Grind. My name is Dumi and thank you for joining me today. I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspiration I have found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity, and general mental health topics, with spiritual growth at the forefront. Please subscribe if you enjoy this kind of content, and please support the channel by becoming a Patreon. The link is available below. A laugh, a frown, a smile, and a cry. The things that make us human, the differentiators. Why is this possible? These are not things we have that are for pure survival purposes, but are they specifically for communication purposes? But we can talk, we can express ourselves verbally or non-verbally. What is the purpose of it all? I am no expert in these matters, but I have experienced the best and the worst of a cry, a tear with various purposes. How can I sit here and say every emotion I have experienced can be accompanied by a tear, exhaustion, pain, sadness, suffering, joy, elation, shock, Grief and the sheer emotions that accompany being overwhelmed. The power of a tear. What is known scientifically is fascinating, but what we don't know is even more fascinating. Not all tears are the same. We have tears to protect our eyes physically and keep them lubricated. Then, we have the tears that get brought on by irritants, dust, small particles in the air and appear as a reflex whenever required to keep dirt out and wash away irritants. These tears keep our eyes clean as much as possible. So why does it not just end there? Will you cry with me? Cry the tears that are not brought on by a reflex reaction. I am human, and as a species, I am social. Without each other, we would surely perish in one way or another. As part of communicating, we have evolved various ways to let others know what is happening with us. Hence, we have the different facial expressions, verbal and nonverbal communication that we are constantly portraying. We cry when we laugh, when we are distressed, when feeling hopeless, when suffering with grief, 
loss, when extremely angry, when full of joy, and when we are overwhelmed. Then we cry for others. We cry to show appreciation and definitely cry to show empathy. But yet, we teach ourselves to limit crying. When we cry to get help from others, it is the best way to receive compassion. There is a difference, a major difference, in asking someone for help or allowing yourself to cry out for help. What do I mean by that? When you are seen crying by your fellows, it triggers a deeper emotional reaction than verbalizing your pain. We receive more support when we have tears. That's why a crying baby always gets help quicker than one who screams out their needs. We cry to relieve stress and we cry to relieve pain. I read that crying releases endorphins and oxytocin. I really did not know that, but it surely makes a lot of sense. What this then means is that crying actually acts as a painkiller of sorts. It allows us to soothe ourselves from the stress and the pain we are feeling at that moment. Endorphins are our very own pain relievers and are well known to help us feel better, feel good, and definitely boosts our mood. Endorphins are a type of neurotransmitters released from the pituitary gland to alleviate pain and encourage those feelings of pleasure. The perfect combination to help us fight pain and stress. So think about that when you try and hold back your tears. Now, oxytocin, the impressive hormone, the happy hormone that has such a positive impact on how we feel and that can greatly improve our emotional state. There are a few ways of encouraging the production of oxytocin, according to some research, which may not be conclusive as yet. But what we know for sure is that it makes us feel good, even if it may be temporary. We cry because the emotions can be so overwhelming. That words alone may be insufficient in the communication of our deepest feelings. It creates vulnerability that could encourage sympathy from others. Showing vulnerability may promote a sort of social bond, companionship, and compound the need from others to comfort you. You might receive kindness and create a human bond that will surely help you feel better when you are overwhelmed. This compassion may make others want to help you take the load off, lighten your spirit and help you smile. Some of the best common and acceptable reasons we cry include sorrow, grief, 
loss, sadness, and longing. When we lose someone we love, it is natural to cry. These tears are tears that are necessary in the process of healing. Dealing with the pain of loss is one of the most difficult things that we as human beings have to go through. Those tears are the ones that cannot be held back. Having the knowledge that something or someone is gone forever makes the processing of our emotions absolutely automatic. It removes all management and all coping skills fall out of the window and crying may be the only way we can express our deepest pain and suffering. That pain that feels like someone has ripped your heart out and out of your body and trampled on it various times. The tears that this provokes are intense and can feel like a spiritual death. These tears bring nothing but absolute sympathy and may last as long as you need them to. As human beings, we need emotional support. That is one of the things that makes us human in the first place. It is a need that unfortunately is not always met. A lot of people who have suffered trauma even find ways to turn their tears on and off when they feel it necessary. It may be a conscious or an unconscious act from an individual and there is a reason it works. We need others when we are feeling helpless, when we are feeling uncomfortable or in conflict with ourselves or with others. So turn it on and your need may be fulfilled for that moment. Tears of gratitude, appreciation and happiness. Tears of joy, tears that help regulate the extreme feelings of blessings, like a mother seeing her baby for the very first time, like a long lost loved one being reunited, like finally reaching that goal that has taken you several years to accomplish, like an answered prayer. These tears that wash away the worry you have been carrying for a long time, like the tears you shed after tasting freedom, the tears of realization that the answer to your suffering was right there beneath your feet. Those tears are the tears I want to share with you. The tears following that light bulb moment when you finally realize that love, kindness, appreciation, and how precious your life is to yourself and to someone else. Let us let the tears be what they are meant to be and allow ourselves to cry, wash away the sadness and allow it to leave us with peace and serenity. Let the tears flow with your bellow love. Let the tears flow from the feelings of happiness. See the world more clearly. Shed that compassionate tear. Crying may help in the process of letting go. Crying may be a release 
of worldly stresses. Gratitude is the source of many tears. Rely on God with the power of crying. A single tear may bring instant direction and deliverance as stated in Psalm 34 verse 17. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them of all of their troubles. And Psalm 56 verse 9 states that when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Thank you for joining me today. And hopefully we will have a new respect for crying, whether we are suffering or joyful. Let us appreciate our blessings and show gratitude in everything we do. May your higher power bless you and keep you safe. Goodbye.